Hello and welcome to Introspection Station. I'm your host and dost Tanika and I'm here to help you tell your story. This is the podcast that invites you to take a pause, look within and gain a better understanding of yourself. We're constantly telling stories to make sense of our worlds. So what is the story that you are telling about yourself? Settle down, grab a cup of your favorite beverage and join us on our journey to self-discovery. Hi and welcome to the 14th episode of Introspection Station. I'm so glad you've stuck around so far on our journey and I'm glad to welcome you back to yet another fun-filled episode. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to make meaning through storytelling. And we're going to be talking about some tips and tricks and books and courses you can refer to that are going to help you in your storytelling and meaning-making journey. To help us along on this journey, we've got our guest for today. Our guest for today is podcaster, storyteller, coach and public speaker Abhay Maheshwari. He is a multi-hyphenate who, much like me, pursues podcasting as a passion project alongside his full-time job. Over the years, he has been featured by leading platforms like Spotify, GeoSavan and storytelling collectives such as Commune. In 2021, he won the nationwide podcast hunt conducted by GeoSavan and consequently developed a GeoSavan exclusive audio show called 2PHK. Apart from this, Abhay has gained several other accolades as a public speaker and podcast and we're so happy to have him here on today's episode to guide us through the various tools of storytelling and meaning making. Hi Abhay and welcome to Introspection Station. Thank you, excited to be here. How are you? I'm doing just fine and you are a master storyteller yourself <laughs> uh, with your own podcast Lal Chashma which I personally have been enjoying quite a bit. I've been binging on it in the last one week and your stories are very delightful. Thank you. Uh, good to always know that somebody is binge listening to a podcast and thank you so much for those kind words. Yes, so I'm so happy to have you here to talk to our listeners about storytelling because that's what we do on this podcast. We try to figure out how to tell our own stories. Um and because you're very good in this art of it, I thought let's talk a little bit about that. But to start with, let's talk a bit about you. Tell us a bit about your relationship with storytelling because you have a full-time job but you're also a podcaster that tells stories uh very unique stories and stories you can connect with very easily and that's why I've been binge listening to it so tell us a little bit about your relationship with storytelling uh it's it's not uh, how okay where do i start i don't know i there's just filler words that are coming to my mind but see i think i always wanted to express myself even as a kid i was always jealous of one of my very close friends abhinav who used to anchor all the school events you know there used to be there so there was something uh, within me i think which i always wanted to express although growing up i never knew that i could you know i was so busy with that uh, middle class kid mentality ke bhai marks leke aao and just you know marks matter and studies and ye wo i never gave too much weightage to this inner feeling that came in me uh, it's only about like couple of years back when i you know started thinking of it and i started attempting it you know the fear of uh, expressing yourself eventually i overcome that and i started going to open mics here i live in pune so i started going to open mics in pune uh and i started liking it and not for the applause of it but just for the fact that whatever was pent up inside me as an experience uh growing up i re- could really share them in non fiction first person uh you know uh, st- story uh open mics 
and that became very therapeutic so stitching a theory uh, stitching a story waiting for that event for two weeks and then carving time out and then going and attending became a very therapeutic event uh, for me was very contentful like i truly truly enjoyed that and then i met people beyond my work right and that changed my perspective because i as an engineer i was you know just exposed to engineers during my education time and then post in when i joined office again the similar crowd right and growing in the same company for a long time you tend to become senior and the crowd becomes very similar so storytelling became a very good creative outlet as well as uh, you know an 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 opportunity to escape the mundane world of the corporate uh, you know corporate activities and meeting new people that culminated into podcasting somewhere in 2020 early 2020 just before the pandemic i got to know there is something called as anchor and spotify and i started writing so whatever i in, my initial stories or whatever i would go out for the open mics i just recorded them and published uh, and here i am my 3 years later you know people loving that those stories and uh, every day it's a surprise that you know i get these listener testimonials that how uh, how much they connected with the stories uh, because there was a time that i wasn't connected myself uh, i wasn't connected with myself that much so it's good to see that somewhere my expressiveness and my expressions are connecting with people broadly that's lovely to hear because uh, going as you rightly said going from a full time 9 to 5 to indulging yourself with storytelling can be quite difficult and i'm so glad you've done that uh, because your stories are very unique and they're such a pleasure to listen to so tell me one thing you've said you went from a certain kind of corporate work life to storytelling right according to you why is it important to tell good stories so i was at an event recently in mumbai and uh, one of the uh, host of the event uh, said this amazing line he said great stories happen to those who can tell them and it just you know like it just shook me from within it's, it's true i mean if, we, if if even if you can't express what you experienced probably never happened to you right correct so i think stories are an important part of life uh, be it storytelling per se or even if you are just conversing and you are able to stitch them together in a manner where the packaging the scripting uh, the narration the thought uh, eventually builds up something which leads to some sort of thought provocation right so why we like cinema like cinema is storytelling right we like it because at the end of it or in the process of it we feel something the people who are creating it they feel something their their creativity goes out and they feel happy once once it's produced and ready uh so i think everybody needs those flavors in in their lives right and while we talk about storytelling in corporate world and you know uh, ppt making and excel and powerpoint they are creative ways yes but i think as humans we are more stimulated by raw emotions right raw emotions when either if our grandparents were the earliest ones who would tell us stories right, right? and my grandparents didn't have like the raja rani ka kahaniyan but i would listen to their stories pre independence because they were they were that era so i was i would get very intrigued oh the world used to be like that oh my great grandfather used to be such an honest person blah 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 so i think all of us are born uh, oh, sorry all of us are brought up with those stories in some form or the other which inculcates a sense of reacting and and consuming to raw emotions and i think that's where story comes into picture now to tell you you know i i never read a novel in my entire life up until like 3 4 years ago 
and i could tell you the difference that when i never read a novel and when i started reading one mm-hmm. not like that oh my life suddenly changed and i became the buddha the next day <laughs> but the but the feeling of being engrossed in a story and then find, like you said like finding that relatability and really uh enriching your soul i would say right now enrichment to some person it could be a very high level masala film or masala level of entertainment which enriches them and to other person it could be something very artistic like just walking through an art gallery and stitching the story piece by piece of that art itself could be enriching right. so i think storytelling is there in every in various forms across us we connect with it and we need it because we we uh, we want those raw emotions to be connected with us that is why you see right like even in the even in jail even in prison uh, you know prisoners are allowed to read they may not be allowed to do many other activities but they are allowed to read because reading inculcates those raw emotions keeps your you know brain alive mm-hmm. and that connects you to the broader world and enriches your own soul so i think that's where storytelling is important and honestly i've met people who are uh, very disconnected and disjointed from the world and from emotions themselves uh, maybe they're trying to run something toward or run something from and you could see that because they don't consume good stories around them and like i said when i say stories not panchatantra stories in any form right it could be a i would consider stand up comedian also stitching a narrative in form of a story right how they connect the start to the end and the yeah. various acts so i have met people who don't consume that at all and they are very very busy with and focused on completely different aspects of things and how they are not able to connect with emotions very well uh, because they are not able to connect with emotions very well they are not able to express themselves very well as well mm. so that's where i think everybody needs a little little bit touch of good storytelling in their life uh, and uh, that that is purely for the enrichment of the soul uh, and the excuse could be okay it is a cbsc requirement in school that you have to read shakespeare or it is a requirement that i need to better my english vocabulary or whatsoever the excuse could be anything but i would say uh, reading stories and being part of good storytelling uh, in general is important because it gives you perspective and that perspective enriches your soul Right. I I love the way you put it because you're talking about stories sort of helping you connect to your outside world. Uh and that's something I often say is that it helps you make meaning of the world around you. Right? And that's a very great way that you put it is being in touch with the emotions of the world around you to be able to understand the world. So essentially storytelling and correct me if I'm summarizing what you're saying, right? Storytelling in the world around you and consumption of it in a way for humans is meaning making correct yeah because we have it's not something that's coming 10 years ago right it's not it's part of a curriculum but cavemen have been doing it so it's since ages like see when you you go to a monument a monument uh, is nothing it's bricks and bricks and mortar right like it's nothing what puts life in a taj mahal or in a leaning tower of pisa is the story behind it right so mm-hmm. i had i had written i had i had written this one line in my uh in one of my stories in uh, which i had co- written called smile please this is the name of the story and and i wrote this line that zindagi amar hoti hai gathaon se par zehen mein chhapti hai tasveeron se so essentially you need both you can't just look at a photo and not get recalled of the story behind the photo and vice versa if somebody is telling you a photo your 
uh, if somebody is describing something to you, your mind will go towards uh, those visuals, right? If you have lived them. So it's an integral part of you. It's using your senses and brain, both left and right put together. So it's the anatomy, I would say. Like it's the anatomy, which time and again has been uh, described and leveraged in different forms. Cavemen used to put it on the cave walls. Then monuments came. Uh, and then now we have all the digital media where we can consume and be part of it. But yes, like you absolutely rightly put, uh, it's it's crucial to my existence. Right. And one of the things you said really stood out to me is that uh, somebody told you at an event that without the story, it's almost as if it didn't happen, right? And that reminded me of this one thing we used to see in the uh, mid-2010s, pics so it didn't happen. When like social media was coming up, you're like, you, you have to take pictures so it didn't happen. It's almost like that, right? Like if you're not able to tell the story of what's happening to you or what you've experienced, it's almost like it didn't happen, correct? That's true. And uh, I mean, there's, par- there's partial truth to it because then I know the social media police would say that, oh, no, no, what if we are not, if you're not active on social media, it doesn't mean that we don't have a life. But it doesn't have to be on social media, right? Yeah, correct. But And that's what I would say, see, very early on in my career, I, I used to be somebody very, very shy, underconfident. Uh, I'm speaking to you today, eight years, 10 years ago, I would <laughs> not have been able to do that. Uh, but I know that I have very consciously with hard work built communication as a skill for me. Okay, I didn't have it. Like I wanted to be like my friend who was anchoring every second other event in school. I didn't know how till 2016 when I started my job, right? And that's when I started mastering it that, oh, okay, communication is something that can be learned. So I I firsthand can tell you that if you are not able to communicate, uh, you are missing a big chunk of life. Uh, And I'm not talking about being introvert or extrovert. I'm simply saying that if something happened to you and you are not able to fully express it to your friends, to your close loved ones, uh, you will miss a part of life because you will miss their reactions. You will miss the, their involvement in your life. And for Oops. me, being able to recollect a moment was uh, something like living that moment again. So I was living nostalgia in the present and I was completely fine with it. So it helps you uh, connect with yourself. And yes, if, if you are not able to share probably didn't happen correct so on that interesting note let's take this a step forward right um there are people out there who struggle with being able to communicate tell their stories better right and for all intents and purposes if you can't tell your story if you can't communicate what happened to you may not have happened the way you're saying it right so as somebody who does this on their podcast you tell stories from various aspects of life can you tell our listeners what are some of the tools or frameworks somebody can use to tell their stories better essentially communicate their lives better to the external people around them okay so this is coming so as a disclaimer before i answer this question <laughs> uh and as as i already mentioned i was not a writer since my childhood like i wasn't the guy who was writing poems and stories in the back of his notebook i was the one who was just drawing random things in the back of the notebook so this is something that i picked up on myself with time uh so most of my advice is going to be uh unstructured and may not be directly related to what you would you know google online and they would say this is how you should do storytelling i realized that when i started focusing on my communication I was very good at observing things and was able to recollect them better. 
because mm-hmm. i was i spent enough time to observe so mm-hmm. let's say i speak to you right now i look at your surroundings i look at you know how everything is very white around you mm-hmm. you have white specs you have a white earphone <laughs> you're wearing the ac is white the wall is white right so these kind of observations would somehow stick in my brain mm-hmm. i don't know if i have a photographic memory or not i will not go to that technicalities but they would re- they would stay in my brain and then when i used to put my pen uh and start thinking about it they would try to uh, they would you know just start to come back as recollections and they started coming back as you know initially like lightning bolts they would come and go but the more i did that the more i became an expert in recollecting so i was able to like i would you know sniff some good smell coming out of somebody's house because they are making something very amazing in their kitchen and then i would immediately my brain would recollect it to something that my grandmother made when i was a kid so that became more and more it's like it's like gym right so the more heavy lifting i did the better it became and then it became like an involuntary muscle that it's happening automatically i'm walking down the road and i'm living the in the past and in the present at the same time because anything that would trigger would put push me back sometimes momentarily and then i would come back in the present mm-hmm. so one thing which is very very important is you need to be very good at observation some something as simple as that right um if you are having a conversation observe them like listen to them uh, ask them questions hey okay you are abhay fine where are you from something as simple as where are you from and then try to find hooks now if somebody says i am from kerala and you have never been to kerala but if you observed enough around you and you read materials or saw some advertisements around kerala you could strike the next line of conversation you can say even if nothing complicated you can say oh kerala oh kerala is the god's own country right now god's own country is such an old slogan which the kerala tourism created uh, for them so i think observation a would be would be the strongest uh, tool because that is what is going to give you constant new material mm-hmm. uh, to to stitch your story if you are you know let's say from a writer perspective and if you are conversing on a day to day basis again that enriches your conversation second thing is uh, which is kind of an offshoot of being observant only is is listening and adapting to what people around are doing mm. right so uh, when when somebody speaks in marathi around me like i'm staying in pune and somebody speaks speaks in marathi around me i don't understand a lot of it because despite staying a lot of a lot many years here it's not my mother tongue so i never could grasp it but i like the accent of it i can identify that oh this marathi accent seems to be somewhere towards mumbai whereas this the other one seems to be from nasik side or this one seems to be from south of maharashtra mm-hmm. uh that again builds a connect because the language builds a connect with culture culture again brings a lot of stories and mm-hmm. that again like i said it's an offshoot of observation but the more you listen to people mm-hmm. the more you will be able to pick up those uh what do you call uh, phrases or uh stories in which can better your storytelling mm-hmm. right sometimes you will see that in when i'm conversing if you and i are conversing very regularly very randomly i'll start saying very obnoxious bihari uh, words and that's that's not because i'm trying to flaunt or something it's just that i must have heard it somewhere in some other context that context came up dal diya usko yahan pe maze ke liye right to conversation badi mazedar ho gayi suddenly mm-hmm. it just became mm-hmm. very very interesting because hey you brought in a phrase from another language in another language and of course making sure that everybody understands it mm-hmm. that just changes your 
perspective to how you tell the same story right. so simply ye kehna ke main tunika ke sath ek interview mein aaya tha ye wo blah blah so kahunga are pata hai aaj maine ek interview kiya jis ladki ne na bade bade ekdam mote mote safed rang ke chashme pehne hue the that that is observation and then adapting those observations in your like practicing about it right like right. don't just observe and keep it in your brain like start say, sharing so when you tell the next story start sharing them out uh the other the third thing i would say is uh essentially if, if from a writer's perspective now the third thing is purely from a writer's perspective is mm-hmm. uh the first draft is always going to be crap pardon my language yeah. here but always like, yeah <laughs> Uh, if you are thinking that okay i i have an amazing concept in mind i wrote it down first draft is probably just to put the ideas on paper Absolutely. nothing else you will have to have to iterate on it and sometimes what i do is i write and i leave it on the shelf for like weeks and then suddenly while coming from the office some idea will click me and i will like are ha let's just go and update that line over there mm-hmm. because uh, sometimes that that is required you know your brain particularly the creative side can only function at one go uh, so much so make sure that you have the patience that you don't have always have to yeah, like do or say the first thing that comes to your mind right uh, understand that this process can become much better if you give time and some patience to it uh, so i think these three are broadly the things that i typically do uh, and they have somehow become part of my life now where even if i'm talking to somebody these these concepts just get you know automatic automatically and subconsciously governed in my in my conversations as well now that's actually some great advice and they're all advice that comes from you having learned to do it uh, much later in life actually right and one thing that really stood out for me in all the three points that you made was the importance of practice and you mentioned like it's like going to the gym right you keep doing it you keep doing it you keep doing it then it works out and i think that's so relevant for the last point that you made because you see you start writing your first draft will never be great and i think a lot of people get very discouraged even if they're doing it in their personal lives to communicate better they like you know maine itna koshish kiya i went to this conversation and you know i i said the dumbest thing right and sometimes you get very discouraged so i think all i'm trying to say to our listeners is that definitely these are great tips but don't be discouraged because as you rightly said your first draft or your first go at it doing anything new right might not be the best outcome it might be crap right yeah and and there is an amazing line i heard through this uh, podcast it's called modern modern wisdom uh, it's a podcast by chris williamson he was interviewing alex hormozy uh, and this is a wonderful episode somewhere in the middle of the episode uh, you know chris says and it's a quote by alex that you don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror you become confident by acting on what is required to be done mm-hmm. so i think that applies to everything in life and very much so in in communication and storytelling the minute you start realizing that good stories are a work of multiple drafts and good communicators are the ones who never just woke up one day and became good communicators but the ones who actually uh, you know continue to refine their craft with every with every strike then uh, then is when you will be successful and become better in that you know stride of your communication journey uh, so exceptionally important practice practice is very very important yes Yeah and one thing we keep saying on this podcast is that we're all works in progress right uh we're constantly learning we're constantly growing so i think uh what i'm trying to tell our listeners is don't be discouraged 
keep working on yourself keep working on your communication and you know you've got some great advice and and if i may add like one more thing right so and i get this question a lot see i'm constantly repeating that i used to be a very underconfident kid by kid i mean like even 5 years ago when i was a kid <laughs> right so it's all about the first step and communication is something that you can learn now once you have learned to communicate your thoughts better storytelling is a byproduct and follows up right matlab you can't become a good storyteller by not being able to express yourself in a more structured and and well thought through manner right if you're not able to articulate your thoughts well then the other cannot follow so i would say that a, a good storyteller's journey is to become a good communicator once you're able to become a good communicator you're able to understand your emotions better your feelings better you're able to articulate them to others better mm-hmm. then you can adopt any kind of framework so i might add i might want to add that while i picked up everything organically and observation was a very strong part of my storytelling journey i did eventually go and learn some courses online that mm-hmm. what does a good story look like because if i i can say that oh, okay uh, this this character will be like uh, this macho character and this villain character blah 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 but then there are certain technicalities matlab there is some truth to some institutional learning as well right so just to refine and to kind of uh, structure my own organic learning i did pick up some you know storytelling courses paid courses online i used to spend a lot of time learning the five act structure three act structure so that my listeners while they are listening to my original and my own form of storytelling they should not completely feel dissected from and and completely uh, you know isolated from the world ke bhaiya ye to kuch aur hi bol raha hai hmm it it's and and it's a good structure to have i mean if you follow a three act structure for a story it's good and that helped me articulate my thoughts even better so right. uh, you know once you have those basics in place then you can try to pick up some more institutionalized frameworks and adopt typically people do the other way around they would say how to be a good storyteller they would go and buy some books which have frameworks now you are bound by the framework hmm. now every time you think you think in the framework first and then your thoughts right so i think my thoughts first and then i see how to position in the framework people unfortunately most of the folks out there think of the framework first and try to gather the thoughts there Mm-hmm. Honestly I don't know which is the best approach of the either because I'm not a learned storyteller per se or qualified enough to put a comment like I said work work in progress we all exactly. works in progress yeah. <laughs> but I would say I mean give yourself at least that scope to explore right mm-hmm. I could have also done that bought a book bought some frameworks and done the paid course in the first 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 attempt itself but i said let me first explore now what is my natural way of storytelling Correct. like i like to exaggerate a lot if i am telling you a story i exaggerate like anything people <laughs> at times my friends wonder by actually my friends by now know that you know like objects in my in my stories are further than they appear <laughs> kind of a thing they know okay theek hai isme thoda extra hi bol raha hai so if he thought that he is about to kill somebody he didn't kill somebody he just put a dent somewhere mm-hmm. uh, so but but that's where the beauty is you have to first identify your style let it go there is no rush there is no competition nothing uh identify your unique style first then you can see where it fits in the framework you never know your own style itself is just too good uh, and i'll i'll just take another minute to say youtube vlogging is a perfect example of it there is right. no structure to it there is no structure to it right like there is no it's not a film it it it's not uh, acted or it's not scripted it's just somebody who starts 
any time of the day the vlog can start yeah. and they say hey guys welcome to my channel and they close by saying hey guys thank you for visiting and please do subscribe so somebody thought that okay it doesn't have to be that structured some people went approached that and they were able to tell good stories even in that unstructured format and then there are people who do a lot of research based shows and podcast who like that structure and and people love them for that structure so don't uh, in all this hustle and all this uh, urge to do something just don't forget what your inner strength is and start with that then you can build up anything which is out there yeah that's a great segue to my next question is and you said you've built this muscle over years and you have had help from books and courses and things like that so could you suggest some books or podcasts or courses that our listeners should be looking at if they're looking to communicate better via storytelling uh so one course i would recommend is a storytelling course uh, by two courses actually on storytelling one there's a storytelling collective called commune uh, which is based out of mumbai but they do online workshops as well so you should enroll in their art of storytelling uh, you know workshop as well as online courses second is uh, uh, an online storytelling course called jhumri talaiya which is run by uh, you know the spoken word artist called mehak mirza prabhu she goes by the name mehak mirza prabhu and she is again based in mumbai but she takes even i did did all of that during covid online so there are online uh, courses which mehak runs and uh, i think i would credit a lot of my style and my knowledge to both of these courses because they don't try to put you in a box or in a mm-hmm. framework they they go the other way around like i said they help you explore your style in the way you would want to go right with a little bit of best practices that can work around to make the story even better uh in terms of some other materials uh, so see like podcast i i love listening to podcast and i listen to a variety of them uh i have a storytelling show so my my direct my first uh, go to show became yadon ka idiot box by nilesh mishra so nilesh mishra ji is like india's storytelling voice one of the best storytellers so Absolutely. you should you know listen to his shows although his shows are sometime written by his team members sometime written by him but the essence of the show is is very good because the character building and everything happens very well and in that 20 minutes he is able to transport you to a completely different universe yeah uh, then the other element where i learned uh, you know storytelling is again very observational i would watch if i watch a marvel movie i would think about the storytelling aspect of it mm-hmm. so for example i had never seen a marvel movie till avengers infinity war and that how too, did you understand <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't I knew okay Marvel I know Iron Man and I know I knew the characters I didn't know their back stories and anything I went to Infinity War simply because my friend had an extra ticket and he said ki ghar pe baith ke kya karega chal <laughs> I was like okay fine this see what is the hype around it I go there my mind is blown not because I don't know who Thor is I haven't seen any of the back stories exactly. I don't know, know the dialogues I was mind blown by the storytelling how 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 they like they they like how some of the cinematic shots supplemented the dialogues mm-hmm. how the dialogue supplemented the entire journey and that that day i became like marvel had another fan for them and then i went and saw each and every movie and right now loki season is on so season 2 is on and i am i'm mind blown like in the detailing they go through it and everything so uh, a lot of my learning is also through this observational i would watch a lot of art cinema i love watching art cinema so that gives me a different perspective from the masala entertainment that happens which is relatively easier to consume mm-hmm. right art cinema is 
brings a very strong element of satire and commentary on the social society and also i get a lot of ideas from there i get a lot of understanding from there right it gives helps me articulate those thoughts uh if i watch a marvel movie i understand that oh detailing matters so when i analyze or i watch a youtube video which has analyzed a marvel show they would say hey you know see this small uh you know prop which is there at the back of the actor this is connected to season 2 or something else and i'll be like oh my god so good story storytelling means attention to detail absolutely so then in my stories also when i'm writing although mine is all audio i would write those details right i, I and sometimes those details are written in sound so if i have to say ke hum cycle chala rahe the main nahi bolta hum cycle chala rahe the hum bacche bas khelne chale gaye and i put the sound of the cycling or ring ring the bell and all that which mm-hmm. gives a flavor that we are all cycling while we are mm-hmm. playing so i started an understanding okay you don't write stories only in words you write a screenplay essentially and you write it in sound as well when you are doing a podcast particularly or if you are writing in uh, for video you create a screenplay which includes writing for visuals so lot of i think my this thing is very observational uh, some of the uh, good movies that come out i would i would go and watch them uh, some of the dark movies which are there like there was this movie called mukti bhavan now typically nobody would watch that movie because i've heard of it yeah it's it's a little dark because it talks about death right it's basically one old People guy people go to die in that house right exactly yeah. it's and it happens in banaras now it's the reality right anything which is real is dark so <laughs> but for me it uh, it's it is somehow very engrossing i was like oh like you know like you you told a story in such an intriguing manner and i know that that you will have limited audience but it's it's an amazing story and that gave me perspective even the camera angles the focus the color grading everything i try to pick up from all the small nitigrities right and then when i am writing my stories i imagine that plot that way right i am imagining that okay if i am writing a story about a guy who uh, who has been running a shop for 50 years how is the shop going to look like like the shop is like very different and uh, so i create a mini screenplay in my mind and then mm-hmm. i write that in the first draft then as the drafts keep going on i make them concise uh, put everything together the packaging becomes better the choice of words the vocabulary uh, everything then i focus on everything to make sure that whatever i am thinking eventually comes out in the form of the audio story that i am publishing right i mean that that's actually some great advice there um and i think that's given our listeners a lot to chew on a lot to understand about themselves and storytelling and i think that's bringing us to the end of our episode today uh but before i let you go i want our audiences to be able to reach out to you to be able to listen to your content more and i would definitely highly recommend lal chashma to them as i said further if they want to learn more from you about your techniques um and storytelling where can they find you uh on my instagram maheshwari_abhay91 on my linkedin where i try to you know do a little bit of storytelling with the with my you know day job side i try to bring in lessons from there put it over there my pre- my creative aspect is purely on my instagram right now so those are the two mediums where one can find me All right. Thank you so much for this great chat. Uh there was a lot of great things you mentioned and I'm sure our listeners can use a lot of them. In fact, I think I'm going to pick up some of the tips that you gave and uh, look up this writing course that you talked about. It seems very interesting. Commune does some great work. I'm looking forward to exploring that as well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you Tanika for having me. It was great speaking to you. 
And that's a wrap for today's episode of Introspection Station. Join us again the Friday after next for a brand new episode with a brand new guest who will once again help us unpack our stories. Do remember to subscribe to the show and follow me on Instagram at Tuntuni Writes. That's T W O N T W O N I W R I T E S for more updates. This podcast is available everywhere you can find podcasts. This is your host and those Tunika signing off. Bye bye.